Welcome to the Visionary Fundraising Podcast. I'm David Oaks. We're continuing on with why being visionary fills your... Welcome to the fun... Oh gosh, I did it again. I'm David Oaks. Welcome to the Visionary Fundraising Podcast. <laughs> I'm glad you tuned in to the Visionary Fundraising Podcast for nonprofit leaders, where we're talking about how being visionary will fill your bank account. Today, we're talking about how visionary fundraisers focus on what they aim to produce, not what they do. You're in the right place today. Okay, why is it that being visionary puts money in your bank account? Here's my third point that I want to challenge you to today. Visionary fundraisers focus on what they aim to produce, not on what they do every day. I firmly believe that for fundraisers, the lack of vision, this lack of vision, it's the root of all evil. Vision is where you do the hard work of flashing out what the world would look like if everything you do works. Imagine that what you do is wildly successful and your mission is no longer needed. What does that look like? What does it feel like? What does it sound like? How do people act when it happens? The visionary does the hard work of imagining and expressing what they aim to produce or what they're trying to make happen. A school in Virginia offered the course Home economics for boys, no one enrolled. The dean renamed the course Bachelor Living 101, and 120 kids signed up. Describing the class in visionary terms, what the class would produce, bachelors living it up, instead of describing what they taught in the class, it was much more attractive to students. Focusing on what you hope to achieve rather than how you do it. Now that's visionary. Martin Luther King understood this. Instead of pleading with people to join him in civil rights demonstrations, he was more effective when he described Mississippi, the epitome of Southern segregation at the time. He described it as an oasis of freedom and justice. His most memorable speeches focused on what he hoped to produce, not what he did. My friend, Pastor Mike Wells, he completed a million-dollar capital campaign for his building. His campaign was a success because he understood this concept. Before he got the needed resources, before the building was done, while the need was still intense, one of his emails to his donors describes the need as already met. I'm going to read you his email. Okay, here it is. Ever get a scene from a TV show or a movie stuck in your mind and you rehearse it over and over? I have a scene in my mind that bubbles up from my spirit that I just can't get away from. Can I share it with you? I see multitudes of diverse people assembled in our building. This building is specifically designed to enhance and aid their training to reap the ripe ripe harvest. They're joyful. They're hungry. They're being fed and they're anxious to be released to bring their community in. I see a facility that inspires our community leaders to gladly lend their influence 
for divine causes. I see our church altars covered with people whose souls have been gripped by the eternal message brought to life in our services. Before ever coming to our service, these people were moved by the excellent presentation they saw online. I see you there with them, feeling great emotion. As you remember the Sunday, we all brought a sacrificial gift to make it all happen. You look around and your eyes meet mine, and we both explode with a glory to God because we know we only gave back what was given to us. Wow, that's a great email, huh? Nonprofit leaders and fundraisers. They often think that describing the need is the essence of fundraising. Nothing could be further from the truth. Describing the need is easy compared with the hard work of finding the descriptive words that paint a picture of the need having been met at some point in the future. If there's one thing I find leaders don't understand, it is this power of vision to focus on the hoped-for result not how they make it happen. Most leaders think they become powerful when they can describe a need. That's not true. Describing the need is easy compared to describing a future world where that need is no longer valid. Wow. Ask a leader what their vision is for their organization, and more more often than not, they'll tell you what they do. What's your vision, I will ask, and they will reply. We provide, or we serve, or we educate, we research. Oh, folks, listen to me. One thousand times, no. What you do is not your vision. What you do is not visionary. Your programs are not visionary. Your research is not visionary. How you help people is not visionary. What you do is not visionary. But what you aim to produce or make happen, that is visionary. You must know that without being led into a compelling vision by a visionary, your organization, it'll never thrive, not at a history-making level. Wow. Vision is amazing and powerful. Uh, Join me again tomorrow where where we will continue to talk about how being visionary Pad your bank account beyond your wildest imagination. God bless you. See you tomorrow.